that, you know, a labor reporter for Labor Notes, Jonah Furman, wrote that, uh, you know, after all this came out, that people need to understand that we've reached this point in rail bargaining because of a failed union strategy to rely entirely on Democratic Party leadership to get a deal uh, and to avoid anything that could threaten this strategy uh, from progressive legislation to going on strike. And so, yeah, ultimately, like, there needs to be a change in what the approach from these union leadership, uh, the, the union tactics is in this, and maybe not rely so much on just, hey, well, the Democrats have our back, and maybe try and form, you know, form their own power base by, by joining together as one larger union and figuring out how to exert that collective power as, as you know, on a, on, a, on a broader scale into the political uh, system rather than doing it piecemeal through smaller unions themselves. Um, and, you know, just to close out, like the other obvious thing here is that a lot of this would be avoided if we had, you know, if, if there was a, uh, a federal mandate for paid sick leave. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, that would solve so much of this. But, of course, that's beyond what our current political system is willing to do. Um, but I think ultimately, you know, none of this will truly be solved until we are able to provide, I mean, first, of course, like, you know, a universal healthcare system, something like Medicare for all, but also... A, a just a mandate from the federal government to every single employer that regardless of what industry you're in that their workers get paid time off if they're sick that seems like a pretty simple thing especially considering that right now according to most recent data there's about 54 540,000 workers that are still out due to COVID and those are just the ones that who've actually taken tests that they've reported and are reporting that so yeah unfortunately we are out of time and we will continue to follow this story uh, as we already have, and we will, you know, bring this to you as there's updates. But um, yeah, hopefully this can be, you know, this can lead to as a Elliot wake said, up call. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for tuning in. This is Labor Radio. I have been Michael Cathcart, and I'm Elliot Gillen. Have a wonderful evening. This is Sidecon here at KBU Radio in Portland, Oregon, a liberated zone. Listen to community radio. Support community radio. It belongs to us. Baby, you understand me now If sometimes you see that I'm mad Don't you know no one alive can always be an angel Hi, greetings and welcome to Prison Pipeline, airing from the studios of KBOO Portland. I'm your host, Adam Carpinelli. Prison Pipeline presents a unique perspective of the criminal justice system, addressing the root causes of crime and broadening understanding of the institution of incarceration. We're here for the Prison Pipeline holiday special with Prison Pipeline collective member hosts, Karen James, Emma Lugo, and Doug McVeigh. We wish you very, very happy holidays to you and all of your loved ones. And this is a special time also for us on the show to be able to help when we can to amplify the voices of incarcerated folks as well as formerly incarcerated people, their friends and family members. And so we'd love to do all those shouts out that we collect from from y'all in the community. And we'll be doing that in a few minutes. Um, We're going to start off with some recent news, recent uh, announcements and updates and and uh, first we'll start with with Mr. Doug McVeigh. We want to know what kind of kind of recent news, recent research that you have. You're always looking at very interesting things uh, in the universe of of incarceration and, and the larger prison pipeline. It's nearly the winter solstice and um, a lot of other things happening. Of course, is coming to an end. As we're getting things started, I just want to do a quick thank you to Governor Kate Brown, who basically ended the death sentences of 
uh, 17 people commuting their sentences. You know, the death penalty is an, is an abomination. It shouldn't be happening in any kind of uh, civilized society. And I've been a critic of some of the stuff that she does. I think she hasn't been bold enough. And it, but still, you know, worth acknowledging that she just commuted all 17 of the state's death sentences. Even though it's the end of the term, that's still courageous. I mean, she's got a career ahead of her. Of course, just not too long ago, she uh, also granted pardons to some 45,000, actually just over 45,000 people in Oregon who had marijuana possession offenses. That's worth noting. That's going to certainly make the uh, the holidays, certainly make the, you know, the new year a lot brighter for a lot of folks. What's been on your radio? What have you been looking at lately, Emma? I mean, I've been really excited. I, I first heard about Governor Brown's commutation of those death sentences from Karen. Uh, Karen seemed to almost have heard about it telepathically because it was before I read about it in the news or anywhere. And I just thought that was huge. What a big deal that is. And, you know, it's the end of, I think, what's been on the whole um, a good year and also a good term for reform. Um, you know, I mean, I think that the governor has consistently shown herself to be policy-minded, uh, she's been paying attention to the experts and to people who really kind of understand what's really effective when it comes to criminal justice reform. You know, in the last two years, the governor has been increasingly bold in some of her moves that she's made, uh, whether it was during uh, when COVID was going on or the recent commutation that you talked about, Doug, or the, um, the death penalty one that you also just talked about. Those are just so great. And I just, I feel like it's been a really good step forward for Oregon. I mean, we still have a long ways to go, but you know, when I think about this year, the thing that I've really noticed the most when I've gone inside and talked with people is there's been this feeling of things kind of returning a little bit to normal. Um, but also a lot of people have been really excited thinking about the possibilities of reform. Uh, there's been a whole series of legislative reform uh, motions that have happened at the Oregon state government in the last year. And I think that people on the inside are, you know, looking forward to getting back with their families. They're looking forward to seeing their loved ones again. And um, I think they're really looking forward to going home. And so, you know, for today, when we're doing our annual holiday show, we're still talking. I know that this time of year is a really hard time of year if you're on the inside. I mean, I'm going in tomorrow to see some of the ladies. And um, I know how hard this time of year is. It's hard being locked up. It's hard being on the inside. And um, it's really hard, especially during the holidays. It's a big time of depression and loneliness. And so, you know, I think that any little bit of hope that we can offer to people uh, just to let them know that we are on the outside, we're thinking about you, you're in our thoughts, and we hope you come home really soon. That's kind of what I wanted to say. You know, it's one thing to find yourself in prison, but another to be a mom with children and find yourself in prison. Uh, Oregon has one woman's prison, Coffee Creek Correctional Facility, and this is where moms can connect with the Family Preservation Project. These incarcerated moms have lost their kids to the system or are at risk of losing their kids, and the Family Preservation Project helps reunite these mothers with their children. This program gives these moms guidance and coaches them to learn healthy ways to interact with their kids. They actually bring the kids 
into the prison so the moms can have supervised visits with them and have that opportunity to build or rebuild their relationships with the kids. And the program does so much more. So I got together with a number of these moms who released from prison and are now back in their communities with their families. And they are the FPP alumni, and they sent holiday messages to the moms still serving time in Coffee Creek. Happy holidays to everybody. This is Ashley Doherty, an alumni from the Family Preservation Project. I'm just here with my Family Preservation Project family and friends, and we are shouting out to our loved ones back at Coffee Creek. The Family Preservation Project is a life-changing family program at Coffee Creek Correctional Facility in Wilsonville, Oregon. It works to keep families together, keeps children connected. We are sending love to the families still at Coffee Creek. Me and some of these ladies here with me tonight, we are alumni of the Family Preservation Project and there are some friends and family of Women Still at Coffee Creek. And we are here to send out messages of love and joy to those still at Coffee Creek for the holiday season. I'm Tiffany Byer and I have uh, did probably four times in prison at the Coffee Creek Correction Facility, but this last time I had FPP involved in my life with to help me reunite my son and I and everything and if it probably wasn't for the program i probably wouldn't be here today honestly because this is i mean i'm in oxford still i'm still clean i'm doing better than what i have the last three times and thanks to my oxford girls here also that have helped me get through this time of being out and i just want to thank fpp for being there for me and getting me through my prison set and i appreciate all you guys for what you guys have done. Your program is awesome and has saved a lot of lives up there reuniting. Because if it wasn't for you, a lot of parents would have lost their kids if it wasn't for you guys. So I just want to say thank you. You guys done an awesome job and keep doing it because they need you up there. And to my Coffee Creek ladies, I love you all. I'm doing good. You guys will get out. When you guys get out, just do the damn thing because it can be done. And yeah, I love you all. Happy holidays to you. Say hi, Corbin. Say, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, y'all, for all these great shout-outs. I'd like to give just a quick couple shout-outs. Some folks know I'm involved with working with incarcerated youth in Oregon, specifically been working with a lot of the guys at McLaren Youth Correctional Facility in Woodburn, Oregon. So I want to give a shout-out to all of our, our great participants for all the groups we've been facilitating over the years. Uh, global perspectives and, and keys beats bars. So big ups to all those guys. Shouts out to to all folks who are who are locked up and can't be with their family members uh, this holiday season. Um, of course, as folks know, when they listen to me on the show, I'm always very much talking about the political prisoners, long term U.S. held political prisoners in the United States. Yes, they do exist, and there are so many people who are who are still locked up from all these different social movements. And uh, recently, Matulu Shakur is getting out on compassionate release, and so that's kind of my main shout out. Very happy to hear that that uh, he's getting out. And I uh, also want to give my shout outs to all the Prison Pipeline Collective members because they're all such great people, and they've always helped to prop me up to do what I do, and it's very uplifting. And um, and one person who is not on the show anymore, but kind of one of the founding members by the name of Ruth Kovacs, who her name comes up quite a bit, maybe for some of our listeners probably might remember who, who she is. Again, one of the early hosts for this show and uh, just just a great lady. We just we just hope she's doing well and we, we wish uh, her happy holidays as well. Hey, this is Noelia. I just wanted to say what's up to the girls in Coffee Creek and just know that we're all here for you guys. FPP was really important to me because it changed the way of my thinking and helped me establish a 
solid connection to different ways and different options of doing things so that I wouldn't feel like I'm stuck in crisis all the time. And it's really helped me grow in that maturity. And um, it is really amazing. And the people are amazing. I'm an alumni and I plan to stay an alumni. So bring our silence into action, ladies. And like Tiffany said, do the dang thing. Happy holidays, everybody. Well, my name is Ashley again, and I am an FPP alumni from 2015 is when I was released. Ever since then, I have been advocating for this program and doing what I can to spread the messages of this program. And And I just want to send so many warm hugs and love and peace to the women at Coffee Creek still. Even if I haven't met you, you're part of the FPP family, and I love you. And I know that it can be hard there in the holidays sometimes, so just keep your head up, keep smiling, because we are thinking about you and fighting for you out here. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Emily Meyer and Carrie Smith and Anna Valdez. They're three of my favorite people up there. Um, this is Keila. I just wanted to give a shout out to all the girls at Coffee Creek. Special shout outs to Sheree and Melanie. Um, we miss you guys. We miss all of you guys, like, you know, giving time back and hope that you guys are doing well. Happy holidays. From my family to yours, I'm going to read a quote. If art can be at the service of anything, it's about letting us see a state of grace for those people who rarely get to be able to be seen that way by Kihende Wiley. Hi, I just want to say hi to all the girls at Coffee Creek and I want to say Merry Christmas. And there's people out here thinking about you all the time and your families. And um, it's not easy, but you know, it, it can be done. And I used a lot of the skills that, that I acquired in there, um, you know, to just pick myself up after I made mistakes, because we all make mistakes, but it's what we do afterwards. And, you know, life is precious and amazing out here. And you guys are are so close to it and just know that we're all thinking about you and that you're not forgotten in there. Merry Christmas, everybody. Miranda Hurd. Star of wonder in the heavens, are you just a shining star or should I follow you tonight? Star of wonder, star Unfortunately, one of the things that the women haven't been able to do this year is they haven't been able to do the Coffee Creek Choir this year because of COVID, uh, because of new COVID rules, and also because of limited staffing. Um, one of the problems that we've seen in the last year is that staffing at all of the institutions is way down, and it's really affected the quality of life of adults in custody. But we do have the recording that we got from last year from the Coffee Creek Choir, and so we're going to be playing some of their songs, and I um, uh, hope you enjoy uh, some of their melodies that they have to share with us.
Hey, Coffee Creek and all you beautiful human beings. My name is Vanessa. I am an FPP alumni, as well as work with the Family Preservation Project as a mentor. I wanna give a shout out during the holidays and just let you all know that you're all loved, always thought of. We're constantly out here advocating, giving you all a voice when it could be hard to have one when you're in there, but I believe in you all. I believe you guys can find your voice, continue to advocate for yourself, advocate for your needs. We will do the same out here. One day you'll be home and you'll be with your kids, with your family. It, it does happen. We get to see a lot of these mamas come out here and turn it around and overcome all those barriers. And I believe in every single one of you and believe that you can do the same thing. I'm gonna read a quote from Audre Lorde from uh, Sister Outsider. And she says, uh, we can learn to work and speak when we are afraid in the same way we have learned to work and speak when we are tired. And I just strongly believe in all of you and can't wait for the day that you get to walk out of that place and see the amazing family that's out here waiting for y'all. Stay together, stick together, and happy holidays. Hi moms, this is Taylor Husak from the Family Resource Center with FPP. Um, I'm just thinking about all of you moms at Coffee Creek and your kids and your families. I just wanted to wish you a happy holidays and let you know that you're so thought of and we're rooting for you. Hi, this is Michelle Saunders and I am FPP alumni and uh, I'm really grateful for the program. It's helped me to be in contact with my boys that I didn't have a lot of contact with. Um, I just want to tell everybody Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and let you know you're not forgotten. There's a lot of women out here fighting for you. So keep your heads up, stay strong, you'll get through this. My quote is by Cornell West, you can't lead the people if you don't love the people. You can't save the people if you don't serve the people. I love you sisters, bye. Hi moms at Coffee Creek, my name is Tiffany Kerwin and I support you from outside at Family Preservation Project. And I want to read you a stanza of a poem by Gwendolyn Brooks today. I call for you cultivation of strength in the dark, dark gardening in the vertigo cold, in the hot paralysis, under the wolves and coyotes of particular silences, where it is dry, where it is dry. I call for you cultivation of victory over, long blows that you want to give and blows you are going to get, over wants to crumble, get you down, to sicken you. I call for you cultivation of strength to heal and enhance. And I wish you all the best this Merry Christmas. And I can't wait to see you on the outside. Hi ladies, this is Kendra. I, I've been out seven years now and I served three and a half years at Coffee Creek. I just wanna wish you all a Merry Christmas and happy holidays. And you know, remember to keep your head up. You are worthy of so much, so many good things good love, good relationships. And just remember that no matter what you've done, you are not the person of your past convictions. You know, you have something to look forward to, a hope and a future. I wanna say blessings to you and your families. And, you know, things can be so different when you get out. They don't have to be the way that they currently are. Even if you have like strange relationships or you're not seeing your kids, or if you are, or, you know, things, aren't necessarily good, they can change. I'm a walking, living testament of that. And so are the other ladies on this call wishing you, you know, the best, keep your chin up. It can change and 
it will change and it doesn't always have to be this way. So remember that, hold on to that. And uh, I believe in you. Even if I don't know you, I believe in you. I have faith that you can do great things. Hey moms of Coffee Creek, this is Jessica Katz with the Family Preservation Project. Just wishing you all some peace, some love, and to remember always that you have community out here um, who is ready to welcome you with open arms and that it's always darkest before the light and have a really happy holiday. You know, we can only imagine the struggles of moms as they work uh, to keep their families together from behind the bars. And for a glimpse of what these mothers endure, um, you can watch the film Mothering Inside by Portland filmmaker Brian Lindstrom. Now, the FPP moms consider Brian Lindstrom a FPP alum, and he added his message to the women at Coffee Creek. Hey, moms at Coffee Creek. I'm thinking of you, and I'm so happy that you're involved with the Family Preservation Project. I've had the privilege of seeing the healing waves created by FPP and just the amazing um, intergenerational healing that takes place. I've seen families reunited. I've seen uh, people, I'm getting all emotional, um, people graduate from college, people get jobs, buy homes, uh, be the parents they maybe never thought they could be. And we are thinking of you and we can't wait until you can uh, come out of Coffee Creek and and really be in the full warm embrace of FPP. And uh, happy holidays, and you are in our hearts. Jessica Katz is the director of the Family Preservation Project, and she shared her thoughts about these incredibly courageous women. We have all met each other in some capacity, but I just want to give a little context. Ashley and Kendra are old timers, OGs. They were super instrumental in making sure that this program did not die on the vine uh, about eight years ago. They went to Salem, they went to film festivals, they fought and fought and fought, um, not just for themselves, but for all of you who would you know, follow in the footsteps and I think started what has now become a really beautiful tradition in FPP of just paying it all forward, whatever you've got and just lifting this community up. Let's be honest, 800,000 systems have failed all of you but you have not failed each other. Um, and that's a beautiful thing. And that has that, that seed sprouted with these old timers. And so I just wanted to shout them out. Also, Torch has been passed some to Vanessa, who has also picked up that just deep commitment to lifting this community up and wrapping it up with love and all of you. And Brian, I don't know if any of you have seen any of the films that were made about the Family Preservation Project, Mothering Inside, or Like a Shield, or a new film without a name, but Brian Lindstrom um, was also super instrumental in this program still being alive today because he made these beautiful films that told the truth about what happens when you allow moms and their kids to come together and that in spite of everything terrible, like when you put love in a room, like things are okay. So Brian was also super duper instrumental in having this program for all of you who like came after. So I just wanted to put that in some context and also just like tip my hat to all of you who are doing the thing, as you mentioned, because I don't know exactly how hard it is because I've not walked the path, but I have watched the path be walked for a long time and know that it is pushing a boulder up the hill just to regain your dignity and your sense of yourself, much less 
get a job and get a house and be a mom and all the things. So to all of you, I just want to say incredible work and um, much respect for all of you for pushing through what you're pushing through. I just want to say happy holidays to all of our mamas and all the beautiful human beings that are inside Coffee Creek and just know that there's a lot of love and a lot of care in the world even though you're behind those gates but we're out here and um, I can't wait for you to get out here and be reunited with your family and the new family members that you'll meet but I want to give a shout out to you know Trisha Mart, FPP Mama uh, I love you girl I want to say Feliz Navidad to um, Evelyn Mondragon Ortiz Eva uh, Valerio uh, Feliz Navidad and um, Marisa Dion and Alicia Pack. Um, so just want to name some names, but everyone in there is in our thoughts during these holidays. This is Keila and Ari and Sir and James, and we want to give a special shout out to my dad, Benjamin Purvish at OSP. We just want to tell you that we love you so much and happy holidays and I know that, that, you know, this time can be tough for you, but, you know, just keep your head up and stay strong. And we're out here waiting for you, and we can't wait to see you. No, I'll yeah, definitely give a shout-out to peace. a staff member. De La O. Like, come on, guys. De La O. Yes. Rock. Yeah, De La O. Happy was holidays. The best. Oh, oh, happy. Oh, love yeah. you. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> she's cool. <laughs> I mean, Fromm's even gotten girl, better. <laughs> the girl Martin is cool, too. Happy holidays, Mama. My name is Nadia, and I may not know you, but I love you. I believe in you, and you are not alone. You have a community that loves you, is fighting for you, and is building a new path for you. As June Jordan said, we are the ones that we have been waiting for, and I believe in you and cannot wait to hug you on the other side. Okay, my name is Taryn, and I want to give a shout out to Tabitha Myers and Greenville, Illinois, federal prison camp. Okay, I just want to give a shout out to all the prisoners, all federal state prisoners. We love you. We support you. Happy holidays, and you're not forgotten, and people love you. Taryn Coleman. You want to say hi? Go ahead. Say, hi. my name is Rain. Hi, my name is Rain. Hi, Rain. You're beautiful. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> <Make> kisses. <laughs> What is it? The the Christmas song? How does it go? Uh, Jingle Bell Rock or something like that. I don't... God, Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> I can't remember it. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Would you like do the first sentence of that and then just say, Happy Holidays. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, <clears throat> Jingle Bell Rock. Okay, ready? Oh. One, two... Happy holidays. We're doing that again, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, or is it jingle bell, jingle bell, or is it jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell, rock? Okay, that sounds good. Everybody follow Vanessa. Everybody follow Vanessa on three. Watch Vanessa. One. Two, three. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. Happy holidays! Happy holidays! We love you. Might be the best you got, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas.
Merry Christmas. You've been listening to Prison Pipeline, airing from the studios of KBOO Portland. Listen to this and previous Prison Pipeline programs at kboo.fm slash Prison Pipeline. Like Prison Pipeline on Facebook. And special thanks to all of our listeners, all of you who all gave these great shout-outs, and all of our great Prison Pipeline collective members, Emma Lugo, Doug McVeigh, my name is Adam Carpinelli, and of course, the lovely Karen James, who is always very helpful as well as wrapping up the show with with production and other logistics that um, that not everybody else does for the show. And so, Karen, we appreciate you very much, everybody. Happy holidays. Free them all. Hey, Prison Pipeline host here, Adam Carpinelli, asking you to donate to KBO Community Radio 90.7 FM. We need your support for the station to keep shows like Prison Pipeline on the air, talking about the beat and pulse of what's going on inside and outside of the prisons and the criminal injustice system. Donate now at kboo.fm. Click on Donate. You can also mail us at 20 Southeast 8th Avenue, Portland, Oregon, 97214. And we have a great mobile app that you can check out as well. Support the movement for prison abolition, fighting mass incarceration, and keeping our communities safe and healthy without police and prisons. Join the movement now. Go to kboo.fm, click on Donate, support the movement for community radio. Please donate now. FM, K282BH Falamith on 104.3 FM and K220HR Hood River on 91.9 FM. Hi, this is Tom Harbin, host of the Tom Harbin Program. I'm a big fan of KBOO Radio, and I'd like to talk to you for a minute about why I'm asking you to support KBOO today. Did you know that you're listening to one of the longest continuously running independent radio stations in America? That's right, KBOO FM has been supported by its members and listeners like you for 54 years. That's almost as long as I've been around. KBOO's goal for the end of the year is $70,000, but quite frankly, I think they can do better than that. They have made giving easy. You can donate online at kboo.fm backslash give. If you aren't sitting at a computer right now, you can donate from your phone. Just drop them a text using this number, 44321, and send it to KBOO, KBOO. That's 